All right. Hey guys, uh, how's it going? Thanks for tuning in. Oh, okay, okay. All right, uh, okay. All right, I got my prescriptions. Your prescriptions? Yeah, straight from the doctor himself. Oh Lord. Ah, ah. Jesus Christ. I believe everything you say. No, Lucky, don't go that way. Go this way. Mm. Go around. Go around. Lucky, go around. It's going to topple my green screen. <laughs> Good girl. I won't do that. Okay. Five. Yeah. Four. Three. Two. And one. One. Hello, world. Here's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Welcome back to the happy hour. We're almost back to our regularly scheduled schedule of Monday, yeah, but close. Didn't, yeah. didn't didn't really work out this past weekend or past week because it was All Hallows Eve, don't you recall? Um, I wasn't busy. I live in an apartment <laughs> complex where nobody what? goes trick-or-treating. David, you love Halloween. I do, but not on a Monday. So you didn't even have a costume this year? Or did you go to a party on Saturday? I had two costumes. Oh, of course. One of them was subpar. Oh, no. Because I just, I, I, I'm broke. I am broke. Uh, because I am partying too hard all the time. All the time. It's a plight we all share. The brokenness. Of course. Oh, yeah. We all party too hard, Dave. Please pick up the slack. I don't. My name's David Auger. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter. Yeah. Joined as always by Veronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore pepper on Twitter. And you guys, I'm leaving soon. I promise. It I fucking really sucks. Am. Well, you know what? I heard about that. And this what? is all in um, in context to Elon Musk, the great venerable Elon Musk buying Twitter for whatever fucking reason. And uh, yeah, he's a piece of yeah. shit. So what I heard about this is that, uh, what the fuck was it? It's like, well, I'm just going to leave. It's like, well, it's hard to stay, isn't it? And I don't get that argument very well. What argument are you talking about? The argument where it's better to stay. Because if we leave, we're just yeah. ceding ground to what will eventually become a monstrous echo chamber for the worst of humanity. Okay, but they already have that. They have that in 4chan. They have that on that bullshit website that that fuckface orange bond fuck clown created. You know, on that site, he apparently only has like 4 million followers. On Twitter, he had like 100 million or whatever it was. Or mm -hmm. 200 million or whatever it was. Which is more to the point that Twitter is in some way important in that aspect. Yet, oh my god, it's so fucking dumb. It's so That's dumb. I had more to say about that because the, like, the thing is that all of these fucking idiot mega trolls that all they do is troll all day and be super transphobic and hateful and homophobic and misogynistic and racist and anti-Semitic and all of the shit that they're doing, they're doing it to troll decent people and people who have better values than these idiot fuck fuck heads, whatever. I can't even think of the right uh, 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 pejorative to apply to them, but they need Twitter because if they don't have decent people to troll, 
they're bored out of their minds because they're idiot, fucking useless, worthless bullies. That's all they are. Why do you think that Donald Trump Jr. didn't just go over to that stupid fucking website? Because he has to stay here because that's how where he gets his attention and he thrives on the negative attention. Um, so and so my son, Max, and I were having a conversation about that today. And Max, he's going to be 22. And, you know, I tried to raise him to be a Habs fan and I failed miserably, but I was successful in raising him as a radical leftist. <laughs> For those uh, wondering, um, <laughs> dear Max is a Canucks fan, so you can only imagine yeah. the joy that he's experiencing oh this season. Oh my God, oh, he's just like, today he's going, the Canucks are in 32nd place, or even Anaheim has more points, poor baby. Yeah, and well, he went to the game last night too with Chewy, with his cousin Chewy, and- Put ooh, money on the Canucks that. to beat the Leafs. Oh yeah. I told him, I, like, I was, I'm not even concerned, them? buddy. They're going to be, the Canucks are going to, they're going to come back. They've got Bruce Boudreau. They've got fucking Thatcher Demko. Bruce, there I'm not it worried is. about the Canucks. Bruce, there it is. I and they've got so that. many injured, they've got a lot of injured people that have to come back. I, I'm not worried about the Canucks. Okay, so, and so, and I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't raised to be a radical leftist, but it, I come by it honestly. I was raised on, you know, the country of my birth lost its democracy, literally lost its democracy. And I was raised, my mother was blaring protest music from the time that I can remember, from the time that I have any memory, protest music in my house. You know, the picture of Salvador Allende on the wall and just education, education, education. And my love for democracy and my thirst for the idea of democracy has it, it has been with me my entire life. And what is happening right now is these people want to fucking take it away. Yeah, but because these winner. Okay, okay. And so what Max was saying about Twitter, he says that the concept of what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, Squid Game. Mm -hmm. He said the concept of rich people sitting around and watching poor people kill each other seems a lot less remote, seems a lot less far-fetched. Now, with this shithead fucking idiot Elon Musk buying Twitter and claiming that he wants it to be a, a mark, a fucking, what's, what, what does he call it? Free, space, free speech, whatever, whatever. Yeah, whatever. whatever the fuck he's talking about. All he wants to do is amuse himself by watching people fight. That's all it is. Why the would he, would he, you know, float the idea of letting the, 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 the guy who, you know, is trying to destroy the world because of his fragile fucking ego. Why is he even floating the idea of, of letting him return? All he wants is to watch the world burn for his amusement. He wants money. That's it's it. like squid game. He wants and money. He, he wants money from the people with check marks. Like, are you, like, what the fuck, dude? Also, anyway, I hate him. Yeah, Elon Musk, Musk is a complete and utter piece of shit. And if he was hit, yeah. hit by a bus, I would dance naked in the street on top of him and Trump. All of them. Once they're both dead, not much Musk, because I don't even want to go near his grave. But once Trump dies, I will I will risk a felony by taking a shit on his grave and then this bashing well in his tombstone. I swear to fucking I'm Christ. I'm wearing a red dress on that day. The, on the oh, day my God. I'm just I'm going to be I'm gonna living the day yeah. that he just 
absolutely out of my mind celebrating. I will be blackout drunk. Just no idea how I got from point A to point B that particular evening because I would be so happy that that stain of humanity has been bleached away. Well, then the rest of his family. Anyway, but that's that. Um, Okay, and so, 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 um, the last thing that that I wanted to say was that when I was talking about this with Max, I was just like, you know, like what happened, what happened with Bolsonaro in Brazil, it is, it is confirmation that there are more decent people. Max was talking to me about a video that went viral that he saw. Um, He has a Twitter account. He's rarely on there. He rarely tweets. He uses it to get like points for these anime games or whatever that that he plays. But he said that there was a video on there that had gone viral of a black cop who was sitting behind his desk, I guess with a detainee, a female white woman who he, he had like his chest cam on or whatever. And he was telling her, like she had a pair of scissors that she was threatening him with. And he said, do not threaten me with that or I'm going to shoot you. And she ended up charging at him and he shot her. So there's a lot of um fuck around and find out, much like much like Ashley Babbitt. And that is the whole thing that in all of the comments, he said it was just so I said, never read the comments, period. Never read the comments. But in the comments, he said a new term, a new a new way to phrase it, which I hadn't heard before. He said there was a lot of hard R's in the comments. Uh, yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like almost like he was so disillusioned. And I just said, first of all. And he said, had the genders and the races been reversed, it would have all been just, well, why didn't he just comply? You know? Oh, and so, I mean, yeah, it's it's a tale as old as time at this point. Yeah. At this point, yeah. I'm about to say, water under the bridge. Racists exist. Sexists exist. And they all have a megaphone all over but, the internet. Exactly. And my point is, that there are more good people than there are bad people. And I've been telling my kids that since they were born, and it's harder to believe with the advent of Twitter and social media and all of that shit, but it is true. And there's only like, it's it's only like something like 7% of the world that's on Twitter. Yeah, not that it many people. It doesn't represent all of us. Nope. Only the and important I, people. Pseudo-important people. I want to leave... Um, and it's kind of, I kind of feel like how I felt for a long time with Facebook, where I just, I really wanted to just leave. And I just started ignoring it. Like I kept my account active, but I thought, okay, well, that's how I'm in touch with my family in Chile and all of that stuff. And that's how, like, you know, like with our chat room, our, our chat group and all that shit. But it is like in just one week that that fucking idiot has owned Twitter, it's already become so much so much worse maybe it's just my perception i have seen more tweets from elon musk coming up on my feed yeah i don't follow the guy i have all of that shit muted and i still get get it on my yeah well now i muted it today because i was like okay i haven't seen this guy on twitter in almost all of the years i've been on twitter then all of a sudden comes up on hey look who like this and look who follows who i'm like hmm that's strange i wonder who put that together Uh um it's gonna crash and burn just just yeah. just the pace at which he wants to do this ridiculous shit that he wants to do on the plat- platform it just is not going to work he wants to fire half the people it's not going to work it's not going to work so I if twitter crashes and burns there it is what 
I think he got rid of the board. Like, I think he got rid of everybody. Oh, yeah, he should can the board so he's, like, you know, the dictator there now, which is not going to go well. Tesla, before Musk, was pretty decent. Then Musk comes in and says, I want to do all this shit. Now you buy a fucking Tesla and all the panels aren't aligned correctly. And, you know, then the battery explodes and murders your family. You know, just uh. bullshit like that happens every once in a while. Other cars explode too, but uh, you know, yeah, Teslas are, they're branded as being these they're amazing cars. I was so creeped out. I took an Uber a few weeks ago when I was at um, that work thing. Remember when I, when I missed the mm. Habs fucking killing, who was it? Minnesota? No, Were the Habs have not beaten Minnesota here. Arizona. Um, Arizona. Yeah. they Arizona. So I had to Arizona. miss that game. I was at a really cool place, by the way. It's like, it's basically an indoor arcade nice. bar. So there's like. Well, I've always preferred the outdoor like amusement arcades. park games and shit. <laughs> no, but I mean, it was, it was like, a, like a grown up. Play. Anyway, I got, I got an, an adult home, swim arcade. And it was the first time I had ever ridden in a Tesla. Oh, no kidding. And I kind of felt gross. I hate everything that has to do with this guy. Yeah, he's a motherfucker. The sooner he yeah. dies, the better for the planet. The driver was the best, though. He was a General. Nigerian um, financial strategist, and he talked to me about the world economy for the entire ride, and I'm telling you, mm. it was fascinating. What does he think about Musk? Hates him. Good. However, has his it, car. It, he has a lot of things to, yeah, he has a lot of things to say about um, mm. Putin. Oh, I bet he does. And the Saudis. And this, oh, yeah, no, of course he does. Putin and the Saudis. The best thing that Obama was not able to achieve was um, energy independence from Saudi Arabia, and the GOP did not want that yeah. to happen. Oh, what's going to happen to our global standing? And blah 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 blah. blah. And now yeah. here we are, wondering when the fuck we're going to get gas again, or you know, and gas how prices. much money Putin has made since. Oh, Russia invaded Ukraine. I, oh, I refuse the, to call it a war. The GOP. Because it's not a war. No. It's a it's an invasion. And people are fighting for their lives and their families and their country. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, how much money Putin has made off of oil since the start of the war? And I'm like, but I thought the ruble was like fucking worthless. And he's like, oh no, it's way up now. I had no idea. Well, the country hasn't collapsed yet. So there you go. Yeah. Anyways, um, Habs killed the Blues over the weekend. Score of yeah. a seven to four, an absolute. I called the comeback, yo. And yeah, that was the thing. Second period wasn't looking good, but then we forgot that we have this kid on the team named Cole Caulfield. We have another kid on the team named Nick Suzuki. Have another kid on the team named Yuri Slavkovsky. There were two power play goals in this game. The first time I it's know. happened yeah. this season. And it inches our power play percentage up to a astounding 4% complete rate. I don't know. It's probably it's probably better than that, but it's not good. Regardless, it's not good, but Burroughs did his point. work that day. However, the most shocking part of this game would have to be Christian Dvorak. Scoring, I think it was his first career yes. hat trick. Yep. Could you yeah. imagine? I was so pleased for him. Yeah, Christian Dvorak. I mean, oh my God. Jake the Snake Allen got an assist in this game. 
Did he? I did not know that. On Christian's last goal, it looks like. Yep, and that was the only one. And at the same time, though. The empty netter, yeah, yeah. Um, Nick Suzuki, three-point game. Cole Caulfield, three-point game. Um, the kids are all right. My Cole God. Cole Caulfield has scored more goals than Austin Matthews. Yes. Don't let them hear that. Also, by the way, I was I was checking up on that, but... Uh, oh, are they playing tonight? Yeah, they're playing tonight, but I think they edged it out. Let's see here. Oh, fuck. Oh yeah, they're against Philly, four to two in the fourth period. In the third period, Toronto's leading, but Philly did score first. I was thinking, oh my god, wouldn't that be amazing if they just <laughs> lost again? Because they are having quite a oh, season. Oh, five two now. Oh, is it? Ah, bullshit. Yeah. Oh, fuck the Leafs. Whatever. Anyway, Sucks. fuck those guys. Okay. Yeah, they're going to lose Austin Matthews in two years anyway. So man, yeah. He Just like Phil Kessel. Oh, it's so amazing. I love the, 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 it takes like what, five or seven years to try and get something going with like a superstar player. They had Phil Kessel for five years, however long, actually, actually more like a decade. So I don't know. It's a long time, long time. He was a long time leaf and Kessel leaves, gets two cups with Pittsburgh. Austin Matthews is looking mighty, might the same. And I will be laughing my way into Steve Dangle's home the night it happens because <laughs> he's having a bad time. The problem anyway. is the same thing that we've been saying for five years. They're softer Those than shit. Don't like each other. They don't like each other. They, they don't, don't like each other. other. They're not a team. Yeah. It's it's exactly like Saturday with the Habs when I, mm. I actually tweeted it out after it was two nothing or three nothing. I forget what the score was. It's I like said, two, okay, three to one. Comeback. Three to one. I feel the comeback. It's coming mm. now. No, it's and it is this team, was, this Habs team. It was team. one bad giveaway by Slavkovsky, and I said, "Okay, now, okay, starting now." And then it was yeah. just like, "Bang, bang, 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 bang." It was all Habs. Yeah, there's no quit in these guys. Like, oh. say what you want about them. You know, and that's that's really nice. It's really nice to see. Because, and because they're um, tight off the ice, they're mm-hmm. tight off the ice. And again, I've mentioned it again a lot of times already. Uh, in this season of the heavy hour, but um, the defensive core doesn't make me want to like shit bricks every time that yeah. they're on the ice. And they're all and a bunch of kids. The they're rookies. The rookies. Yeah. So that's the thing. Really. I'm telling you, a lot of people are saying Habs aren't a playoff team. Holy Christ. If their decor gets their vets back and that decor gets even more solidified where it can actually help with the secondary scoring. Like I was reading a tweet today saying that. Um, you know, between Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield, they have like um, more than half of the team's goals. I say, good. We need superstar yes. scorers on this team. Who fucking cares? But but it's like, yeah, the other, you know, the rest of the team has to score too at some point. But let me let me let me just double check this. Okay, Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki have combined for, let's see, twelve goals uh, for the Habs. And then 3, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, I think. 17 for the rest of the team. That's pretty, that's pretty wild. Um, yeah. yeah, that is wild. That is so funny. Christian Dvorak is now tied in second or third as the all-time goal scorer for the Habs this season. <laughs> behind Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki, and tied with Josh Anderson. Cool. Josh. I'm really pleased for Dvorak because he was a a favorite whipping boy of everybody who was upset about um, giving Kotkaniemi away. Oh, right. Yeah. His favorite whipping boy. 
Yeah. And I love Dvorak. And he's so, his interview after that game, I was just like, okay, confirmed. He is a hockey robot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. And we he's haven't like, had like. He's like all like Sidney Crosby delivery. Mm-hmm. Like just. I was, I was really, really pleased for him. And I think that he, like those guys in that room, um, don't believe all the shit that is being spoken about them. Oh yeah. They've got different ideas. Mm-hmm. And, and even then, Marty and even then it's not even that severe. Like people just don't think that they're going to make the, make the playoffs. I think, I think Habs will probably play somewhere in the twenties. Maybe, maybe playoffs. It really, what, what's, what's what I have to see. I think they'll make the playoffs. What I have to see, they might get wild card. Yeah. However, I'm more I'm more online in All like the twenties. That I be, I do believe there'll be a lottery team, but they'll be a lot better than what you know people are saying. Um so another thing we were talking about rookies before. Jordan Harris, he has the best plus minus of the team with a plus five. And I think because it's one of my favorite stats, because yeah. it's so stupid and easy. You yeah. know, advanced analytics people will be like, Well, actually, zone position and shots on net drive every conceivable thing that we metric for but we just updated every year and then it's a grift advanced analytics yeah. is a fucking grift i'm it's sick of it i am a it's sick a of it <laughs> oh my god it's dogmatic it is ah oh, i'm Jesus so Christ. glad that we've finally kind of moved past it yeah i mean there's still there's there's still like folks that are like hey look at this too. graph hey, look at this graph but kind of just to confirm what i've already seen with my eyeballs yeah honestly no Oh, one um, second, one second. I'm looking at yeah, something else. Jordan here. Harris. Um, Great guy. I forget Loves who I game. heard saying this. Maybe our friend Sean Campbell or our other friend, uh, John Still, mm. who has he, because Sean Campbell, I'm not even sure if it's official, mm. but he's he's doing the play-by-play for TSN in replacement of um, Dan Robertson. Mm. Uh, and TSN 690, I should say. And um, so now the post-game show is hosted by Mitch Gallo and John Still, who we had drinks with. Yeah, in that's right. Montreal when we were there for the draft. Yeah. John Still's fucking funny. He's fucking funny. He is a it, funny dude. Sharp dude. It is dude. high value, that post-game show. Not that Sean Campbell wasn't funny, but John Still has got like exactly my brand of humor. So that's why I find him so funny, obviously. But... Um, he, I think it was he that was saying um, that Jordan Harris, nobody ever talks about him because he's good. Like, yeah. Nobody ever talks about him because he's like reliable, dependable. It means he's not he's making good. mistakes, you know? He's not making mistakes. A little bit like Mr. Um, he's unsung. What's the word there? Mr. Uh, Kovacevic as well for a while, yes, like the beginning correct. stretch. Every like, I think one game there was a pretty bad giveaway, but it's like it's one fucking game. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but Jordan Harris, even Steele, Caden yeah. Gooley's great. Yeah. Jesus Christ, and fucking some young man too. Not to objectify. Yeah, it's okay. Harris, it's okay. We 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 can be respectfully. Nice we can be respectfully <laughs> disrespectful. It's fine. Um, then um, of course the the Costco special Arbor Jack Eye. Now, with that in mind... Oh my god, I love him so much. I was not able to watch either of the games because I was out all weekend. Oh, Saturday um, was so exciting. And, oh yeah, I know. I, I was like, I was sitting with a friend. We were watching a movie or something like that. And I had what my movie? phone and... um, Was that? What movie? Oh, uh, was it... 
Oh, I introduced my friend to Star Wars. Introduced? They had never, ever, someone what? of my generation had never seen Star Wars before, ever. Oh like, they were God. like, is that Darth Vader? I'm like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. That That is the guy that people make references to. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, and they cool. were that quite taken by it. Like, wow, this is pretty cool. I'm going, we might have to check this out later. Um, so anyways, I was watching that flick and we were, we were watching that. Then we were going to, you know, go out, do Halloween shenanigans and shit. Right. Anyway, um, I had my phone out and, you know, every few minutes, another ding would pop up. It's like, oh shit, the blues got the lead, whatever. But then it's like, Caulfield, Caulfield, Slavkovsky, Dvorak, Dvorak, Dvorak. It's like, holy shit, we're killing these guys now. So that was really cool. Um, so that's really exciting. However, the game last night against the Wild should have been a whatever game. Habs could have won it. Habs may not have won it. They definitely did not win it. I did not watch. I only watched the first period. But um, so did I. But I uh, then I had my own I hockey was working game too. Though I was on work calls. Yeah, I had to fucking I had to play hockey and get mad, and <laughs> I will explain that later too. <laughs> but apparently there was quite a dramatic third period with the Wild against the Wild. Yes. And yes. um Chris fucking Lee. Chris fucking Lee. Man, I want to I want to live in a world where I don't want to know officials' names. Yeah. I just don't care about them. And they frankly don't care about the game. Nope. I don't care how much they're paid. I don't care about any of that stuff. As Ashley mentioned all those years ago at the onset of the happy hour, why aren't these people held accountable? Why aren't they interviewed after games? Dude. White privilege. There. Hockey night in Canada. Hockey night in Canada. Yeah. Which is a bastion of our nationality. They, they, they dedicate a fucking... Never mind all of the commercials. They dedicate an entire segment of the intermissions to betting, mm. betting, gambling. By the way, speaking of that, that's um, these motherfuckers. That's why they're not being held accountable. It, the, it's fucking fixed. Not oh, not the to the extreme, in. not to the extreme, but it is fixed. Like makeup calls, no calls. It you is know, bullshit calls. It is in the USA Hockey Handbook for referees for the USA Hockey Leagues, like the Development League and all that stuff. So it's not the NHL handbook, but the USA Hockey League book for the refs. Because my yeah. friend is a ref. was like, hey, right. Dave, look, I found something you're going to like. One uh-huh. of the rules had mentioned that, uh, you know, refs essentially paraphrased. And it's a sentence. I saw it in black and white. You must manage the game. Based on other calls that happen, it's just like, man, you you you, you There's play. There's too much gray area there. You play the book. You play the book. Yeah. You play yeah. the book. Yeah, that's you what know. they do in the Olympics. Like you refs in the Olympics, shenanigans. Like refs can't be people; they have to be arbiters of the freaking rules. But then you know yeah. you get into like, and, and what, what was it that Ray Ferrero tw- tweeted the other day? Oh uh, fucking, uh, oh yeah, goaltender interference. It's not a rule; it's an opinion. Hundred percent. Nobody knows what it is. Yeah, seriously, it's so ridiculous. Nobody but knows what it is. The main and thing. And why are the cameras such shit? Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. 
It's it's ridiculous. It's they shouldn't be they shouldn't be on the ice in the first place. I don't I don't give a shit if it's about like bringing up fights. I, I don't care. Don't you don't need four fucking officials on the ice. They the get in only, the way. It's just it's so it's so ridiculous to me. Anyway, the only reason that I believe that it's not completely fixed is the Habs going to the Stanley Cup Finals two years ago. Exactly. Exactly. And because yeah, and Gary Bettman hates Canadian markets. In the first round. So. Yeah. It's like the, the, the refs don't, aren't um, completely um, overt in their uh, bias. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Chris Lee is terrible also. He's terrible. Now, I don't even know what the big deal was, though, about the, I think that like what the big deal was. And like, admittedly, unfortunately, I couldn't watch that whole game. But I saw some tweets about Chris Lee today. Well, there's that. And there's also the hit on Slavkovsky. And then oh. uh, some uh, retaliation uh, from the Habs. And also some sort of a uh, deployment from the Wild in putting out, um, was it Rossi? I think the guy was. Like, whoever hit Slavkovsky, you know, Slavkovsky, you know, he's 6'4". He's a huge guy. This Rossi dude, yeah, not nearly as tall as him. Um, mm-hmm. damn, if I can, uh, yeah, I didn't, I did, I did record the game. I didn't have a chance to watch it yet though. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to do that today too, but I just saw oh, some chit chat too freaking busy with other crap. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. It's um, the hell is this guy's name for fuck's sake? Come on now. What a stupid state to spell. What a stupid what? State. Minnesota. New York? Oh, Minnesota. Yeah, Marco Rossi. Okay, that's who it was. Marco Rossi is 5'9 and leveled Slavkovsky against the boards. Oh. Kind of kind of strange thing to happen. And, Slavton, and Slavkovsky didn't look all that great when he hit the boards. Oh, He shit. stayed there for a bit. And... Ugh. You know, people like people were giving shit to Slavkovsky because he wasn't paying attention. He he obviously was not paying attention. He was going for yeah. the dump in at the red line, you know, get rid of the puck, right. you know, launch it and get off mm-hmm. the ice. Rossi right. was also getting off the ice, happened to see Slavkovsky with the puck and just boom, shouldered him, shouldered him. A lot of people said it was like on the numbers and it would have been a boarding call at that point. Okay, so this is where the whole Chris Lee thing starts happening in. And I think Jack Guy tried to do something, and then the coach for the Wild put Rossi in in the last minute of the game for like something. And Rossi's like a bruiser, so why would you even put that guy in? It was just so fucking dumb and bush league. Fuck right. him. And apparently, I believe that this is also the longest, now the new longest losing streak in an arena for the Habs since the Habs have not won in San Minnesota Jose. nine games in since 2011. I thought it was, I think it was eight game losing streak in Minnesota as of as of yesterday and now it's nine games. Yeah, that's since so, 2011. Yeah, that's, that's right because there was a year that we didn't even play. Um mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, we didn't mm-hmm. even play them, correct? Um I knew when I woke up yesterday and I saw that um Minnesota had confirmed that Math was going to be in nets. I thought, okay, finally a team isn't underestimating the Habs. That is true. That is very true. And I thought, oh, tonight's not going to be good, but just you fucking wait until Thursday. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Habs aren't going to do that twice in a row. Yeah, I have a feeling that things are going to be quite different on Thursday tomorrow night against the Winnipeg Jets. So we can see if uh, Jake Evans has to go off in a stretcher again. 
Oh, fucking safely. Um, yep. I, uh, listening to um, a Sean Campbell and Sergio yesterday, um, they were talking about how there's a lot of people that come down from Manitoba to watch the Habs play in 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 uh, Minnesota. No kidding. And, uh, yeah, huh. and that the that the game will be sold out. Like that's what I was going to. I I wanted to do with Max was maybe like I had started out the year thinking I'm not even going to pay for to watch the Habs this year, but now I'm totally going to pay to watch the Habs. Oh yeah. Dewey and Max and I are going to go to the the game in December. Um, my nephew Chewy and Max and I are going to go to the game in December, and I want to like, I want to. I I haven't even looked about a game in Seattle, but that would be a fucking fun road trip. Me and my nephew and my son. Yeah, to the good old U.S. of A. But Seattle's <laughs> Seattle's a good part of the U.S. I, I think. love Seattle. I love Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's got one of the best breakfast places I've ever been to. Mm. A good breakfast place for a hangover, I should say. I can only imagine. It's a 24-hour restaurant that's right by um, the newspaper. So, like, you know, people who are, like, reporting and writing articles and everything, it's just, it's a 24-hour joint. It is the coolest place with these high-back booths and this big bar and there's pool tables, too. Best breakfast ever. Oh, my God. I recovered from a hangover there one time. Like, during breakfast. Perfect. Like, just ate everything, drank, like, 12 glasses of orange juice. My girlfriend was like, do you have to pee? And I'm like, no. And she's like, you're you're so dehydrated that your body has absorbed all of the <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> That's how it goes. I forget what it's called, but it was it's such a cool place. Anyway, I love Seattle. You should double Seattle's check. Awesome. You should double check if that place is still 24 hour since COVID happened. I looked it up. I looked it up one time when I was when I was reconciling. Somebody was asking for recommendations in Seattle and I Googled it and I did a lot of research. I totally forgot what it's called now, but um, yeah, yeah, I should look it up Mm -hmm. because um, in New York, at least in the capital region, at least where I Uh grew up, um, finding a 24 hour diner usually wasn't uh, an issue until COVID. For instance, me living in practically the heart of Albany. Uh, I could just go to Denny's. Like I can walk yeah. to Denny's if I wanted to. That Moves particular Denny's is no longer 24 hour. And every once Ooh. in a while they say, oh yeah. Or Google says it opens at seven. Not right. consistently. Hmm. I've, I've driven up there. Or I've walked over there for like a breakfast because I stayed up all night. And I get there and there's people in the parking lot like waiting for the place to open. And you know, like 730 rolls around and nobody's there. It's like, what the fuck is going on? And that's endemic of the whole COVID and the finding right. work and blah, 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 bullshit. This, Denny's that, is the, the go-to thing. after a night out, yes. or at least back in my day. So now, for anybody in the capital region that's listening to this, um, Bob's Diner in Watervliet, guaranteed 24-7. And they have an incredible okay. crew there. I went there twice this past weekend. Bob's nice. Diner. <laughs> What did you go as? You didn't tell me. Oh, I went as a really niche anime character that people did not understand. I dressed up as the same costume when I went to the When We Were Young Festival in Vegas. And a grand total of three people out of 80,000 were able to (laughs) pinpoint my reference. Who you were. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, I did that one night. And then another night, I I just went in my raver gear because I was like, I'm not going to get those pants back on. 
from the other costume. Bright yellow. Right. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Bright okay. yellow, pink polo. Can you share pictures with us? I'd really don't I look do, I do have pictures, but I didn't take pictures of the festivities. I was too busy oh, okay. doing shit. Right, but right, As right. one does. Yeah. Also, I think somebody socked me in the eye, which is why my one eye is partially closed. Yeah, I was going to say it's a little bit, um, a little bit poofy, a little bit colored. It is not pink eye. I know that much. And it yeah. doesn't itch. It's not sore. It's just don't touch it. There, it's swollen. So there's some kind of inflammation, infection, something. Oh, yeah. Does something it hurt? Like that. I've done a like warm compress every once in a while. Do cucumbers? I I have to buy cucumbers now. That's right. You got to buy cucumbers, or tea bags, or a steak. <sighs> just a steak. That means I need like an actual knife to cut it with. Oh my god. People who, for the uninitiated, David doesn't eat vegetables. He that's not purchase vegetables. Certainly, that's not the you case. Don't purchase vegetables. Here. It's more like my my kitchen is so inadequately prepared for any sort of culinary pursuit right. that I don't even think I have a butcher knife. You know what? I have serrated knives, like steak knives, but I don't have like an actual like cut something knife. Having somebody over and making dinner. Is like the best date making dinner together. Oh, that sounds yeah. like my just, fucking nightmare. It's so like you just play music and make dinner together and chop shit up and cook and you awesome. sit on the counter and talk to each other. I mean, I, like that's for me one of my favorite dates. Let's do work that's so we can do work later. <laughs> that's pretty much that cooking to me is like I am doing a chore so I can do a chore later and I don't like either of them. I'm very, I, like, I hate that. Yeah. I'm in my mid-30s. I hate that shit. I hate it. To me, cooking to me is like laundry. It's like, ah. Yeah. I have I to prepare something. Hmm? But when you're, when it's just like, it's something that you're doing together, like rather than like going to a restaurant, sitting down, blah, 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 it's so obvious that it's a date. I it's just like you're hanging out if you're like making food and. Love that, however. I love going to a restaurant. Love sitting down in a place that I do not own. Yeah, I do like that. I I enjoy just, that. Don't oh, get me wrong. I don't have to do anything. Perfect. Ah, I'm being catered to. Amazing. Yeah, but but it's not. It, it, I mean, unless you go to a place, lucky. Hey, unless you go to a place that um is like super expensive and super awesome. You're eating food that is not exactly the way you would prepare it. It's not exactly the way that. I don't know. I just had my 12th anniversary. Robbie and I just celebrated our 12th anniversary. And all we wanted to do was just be home and hang out and make food. Perfect. You know, that's like for me, I I don't need more than that. That's my that is my waking nightmare. (laughs) Hey, Dave, do you want to go make some food? No, I don't. (laughs) I'd rather starve. (laughs) <laughs> don't want to make food thank you well yeah i know I think are we making eggs i can way. make an egg oh no we're not having eggs. how do you All make right. an egg crack it put it in the pan and stir it okay so scrambled yeah usually i mean i, I can do others i can do over easy i can do over medium if you want to okay. be a bitch about okay. it it's like oh yeah. god i mean omelet i put some cheese in that thing i guess if you want oh if you want bacon oh fine we'll make bacon then fuck one of my go-to breakfasts is a soft-boiled egg. 
you just like, it's not like a hard boiled egg, it's a soft boiled egg. So you boil it for like, you know, slightly less, you scoop it out, you just put it in the yeah, cup. That, that's already And then too salt much and work. pepper, and then you dip bread in it. It's the best. It's the best. And it takes 10 minutes. 10 minutes, I could And there's slept. no mess. There's no mess because it's just like a pot that you boiled the egg in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Soft boiled eggs. And with the runny yolk, and then you just soak it. Soak the bread. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Mm. Um, I don't think I own a toaster. <laughs> you don't need to toast the bread. Yeah, I know. But like, like the thing is, if I ever want to toast, it's like I can't even make toast. How do you not know if you own a toaster? I mean, I, I might have one. I just have to look for it. I have a crock pot. Never used it. Actually, that oh was left God. over for one of my roommates. Come to think of it. Left it here. Dave, yeah. you could use this. Sure, I can. You're funny. Wow. You know what's funny? Um, in Chile, mm -hmm. when I moved there, it was like people don't own toasters there either. They might now, but people don't own toasters. They just had like um kind of like um uh kind of like a it's just like a flat sheet with holes in it that you put directly on the burner on the stove and you put your bread on there and then you flip your bread and that's how you toast it. Hmm. Yeah, it's Seems like a fine. pan, like a pan, but it's just like a flat square sheet yeah, yeah, with yeah. holes in it. Huh, huh, huh. All right, and fine. yeah, the bread is, ooh, ooh. Yeah, and you control it because you can't see what's going on in the toaster. Yeah, those, those, those like settings for how toasted you want your toast, it's a lie. It's that bullshit. is that oh. is that is as Illuminati as fucking appliances get when it comes to kitchenware. So do you know what I found out recently? What you find out recently? From my buddy there in Vegas, Scott Lemieux uh -huh. on Twitter. He said, I think it was him. He said that one, two, three, four, five, the setting on the toaster, it's not about darkness. It's about minutes. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. But I, I was just like blown away. Like, hmm. Hmm. It's, it's not a very, minutes. not very intuitive. If that's what they're implying. No, why not because, just, why you not know, like everybody's got a different heat setting, thing. I guess. Yeah. So ridiculous. Ridiculous. And I've actually looked for those things here to make toast the real way, like the just like right on the stove. Mm -hmm. But also in Chile, there's no such thing as, as an electric stove. Everything is gas. Oh, no matter no matter how much money you have, everybody has Ooh. a gas stove. So they're so they're can, always you can cook cooking during an, yeah. an electrical outage. So they're power outage. Always cooking with gas down there. Cooking with gas. Yeah. yeah. That's one of my mom's favorite expressions. How does she use that? We're really cooking with gas now, Dave. About anything. Because it's like instantly hot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have, a, um, I have a, um, a induction stove, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is basically the same way. It's instantly hot. And it's only hot wherever the, 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 the magnetic uh, metal is. It's only hot on the pot. Like you mm -hmm. can touch all around the pot. Oh, and no it's kidding. Cold. All right. Yeah. It's, it's like induction, right? It, nice. That is a very cool concept. We wanted gas and then we thought, okay, well, we're not fitted for gas. So we had to get a, had to have a gas fitter and everything to come in. And then um, the people at the appliance place told us, why don't you just get an induction stove? And it isn't nice. And it's always like clean. It's always so clean. And that's nice. Hmm. Ah, mm -hmm. My kitchen spotless. Don't use it. 
you don't use it. Yeah. Do you ever eat it? Like, is it always um, takeout food that you're eating at home? Typically. Yeah. It's really hitting my cholesterol. It doesn't. Well, I get checked out all the time. And they're you're like, broke, Dave. Well, no. And they're if all... you bought groceries and make your own food, you might not be so broke. I uh, tested this theory during COVID. Not true. <laughs> I did. I did. I literally did. One month, I bought groceries and cooked. Next month, I did takeout the entire month. And I'm like, my savings is like $50 or something. It's, it was so minuscule. I was like, that's bullshit. I'm not going yeah. through this again. I, 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 I did the whole thing. Got a spreadsheet out and everything. The only difference this year, inflation. And that's a whole like other thing. I yeah, didn't... my grocery bill has gone way up. Yeah. Fucking fat cats. But I, I buy fatter. a lot of meat. Yeah. Don't ask me to cook a skate steak. I'd be like, uh, so I guess I put butter Ooh. on the pan, then the meat on it, then I flipped a few times. Fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what I have when I like when oh. it's too cold to to cook on the barbecue, um, I have this like cast iron skillet thing mm. that has it's a grill so it has the lines on it you know yeah and um i just make that i i i, I flip my steak on that and it's um i like my steak really bloody though mm. like really bloody I, I want enough blood to like be all over the plate i can soak it up yeah, with bread with right. rice or potatoes or bread or yeah. whatever yeah I'm trying to think what else is going on there's oh, nothing else nothing so else going on with the Habs. There's no news that happened, no trades. Is Slavkovsky going to get time on the top line? I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Would perhaps. Next two games Winnipeg and Vegas. That so. so-called fourth line has been pretty entertaining though. Oh yeah. Every line's been entertaining, I think. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Um People hated Hoffman, take him out of the lineup, and the Habs get flummoxed by the Wild. It's like, hmm, I wonder. Yeah, I'm not too. I'm not. I'm not in on the Hoffman hate. A little bit, but not There's this so much. So much Hoffman hate that I'm Team Hoffman. I am Team Hoffman. Yeah, I just, will. I, I will be very happy. And there was some. Um, there was some um, consternation about. Um, or there was some like you know chit chat on Twitter about Mike Hoffman liking hate tweets. Oh yeah, that just means he's all about it, right? Let him, let him. However, when I went to look on his likes, they weren't there. Oh, I wonder. Who knows? Maybe so, we got. Maybe uh, we got. I mean, I would be happy. You know, like only Mike Coffin knows what's going on with Mike Coffin, and and Marty Saint Louis knows what's going on. Yeah, with and Mike further, Coffin, and that's only outside the of team, that, nobody knows. Only the team knows what's going on. Well, knows what's going on with the team. You know, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, the more people hate his guts, and also, by the way, the same people who hate Mike Coffin want the Hubs to finish in thirty second place. Yeah. So, yeah. which is it? Yeah, assholes? fans are just they're just fucking idiots. Being oh, like God. as invested in except the Habs. Except for you listeners, obviously. Yeah, except you guys. Care. But being as invested as I have been in the Habs for the past five, six years, enough to the point where I decided to do a podcast once a week. <laughs> it's just that everyone's that opinion is shit, including the, the layman, <laughs> including the journalists. Yeah. It's just, they, they just don't fucking matter. They do not know. They do not know. Until fucking Arpin Basu is actually coaching the team. Shut up. Yeah, Fuck, sorry, man. I'm so true, the whole sports journalism thing to me is so crazy. I just I mm, like, can you imagine 
Back in the Roman times, they had a guy clobbering down something. Well, they would have papyrus then. But just, just, just the <laughs> inkwell scrawling out freaking shit. Hear, hear ye, hear ye, the fucking uh, the charioteer <laughs> from Roma won today. And the people used to go nuts for that shit in ancient history. Yeah. They would go crazy for chariot races and actual yeah. barbarian or um, 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 uh, gladiatorial games as well. Yeah. But it was like sports, man. I just, hmm. Yeah. That's why I always, like, when we first started the happy hour, like, I was just thinking, I always thought, like, I mean, Montreal Media has become better, although I, I really don't pay attention to them, like, at all anymore. Um, like, showbiz I, is still a fucking idiot. That guy's been an idiot ever since I've known his name. Yeah, he blocked me ever since I called him a liar when he was lying. Yeah, he's a fucking moron. So what, he blocked what a me disgrace. And it's like, you know, oh. I don't, like, I forgot about that he exists. But, um... It's just like the Montreal Canadians are your actual bread and butter. That your entire career is based around their popularity. Nobody would fucking know who you are if it wasn't for the Montreal Canadians. And so the 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 I mean I don't know how they are like I think that I think that they are better but how bad that they were like just making matters worse. It just, it just drove me crazy. And that's also, you know, like right around the time that we start starting the happy hour, it drove me crazy. And also it drove me crazy because, you know, these players are, are act these players because they're human beings are actually looking up the shit that you're talking about them. And don't you want them to win? Like, yeah, Mitch Marner the other day you're is like, I don't them. have social media. Shut up, Mitch. You have yeah, social media. Yeah. You bullshit, Mitch Marner. Stop lying. Stop lying. Yeah. Yeah. You have too you have too beautiful a face to be attached <laughs> to being a liar. But then he again, will be, he will go on to become he he's going to go on to become a part of a great team whenever he Yeah, leaves. he's gonna be a great hab in three yeah. years. <laughs> whenever he leaves the Leafs, he's gonna Oof. be great. Oof. Well, granted, either that or he'll just do, you know, consistent puck over the glass penalties and lose this. Well, no, that's true. But I mean he when he go when he goes to a real team of a real fraternity mm -hmm. because you know until now there's no women playing in the nhl but when he goes to a real fraternity he'll win a cup yeah oh yeah oh yeah it's 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 it is the toronto curse for high yep. profile players to leave and immediately win a cup high profile players whose mm. only their only um measure of success for the past 20 years has been regular season regular success in the regular season and they're so lost because they don't even have that now it's like delicious every, like i mean they have I regular love, season success love yeah. love love their misery everybody everybody says they're they're gonna win the cup every year it's it's pure propaganda as i mentioned previously it's pure propaganda but now that it, it, with them sucking in the regular season it's it is very delicious. I do want to like take a bath. I um in that deliciousness. Another movie I watched recently, and also we're getting to yeah yeah we got ten minutes we can start talking about all this yeah. stuff. Even though we haven't been talking about much about the Habs because what two <laughs> games, no trades, nothing. No, there's no. I don't think we've drama. seen Bowden. I haven't even talked about the Rocket. The Rocket had a hell of a game finally because they're actually not that great this year. The Rocket Ooh. or the Lion apparently. Mm, who oh, would have no. thought? Anyway. I don't have the details. I didn't know it come up, so I'm not ready on it. But a movie I Can watched recently. Yeah. What's that? I just wanted to say, I was talking with Max the other day, and it's it's not the Leafs themselves 
that I hate, it's the fan base and the media. Both. All three, actually. It's not the actually. actual players. That entire thing. Like, that whole... And management. It's not the actual players. Like, M- Max was saying to me, do I hate... Like, he asked me, do you hate Austin Matthews? And I was like, you know what? I actually don't. And it was actually the worst day of my life when I saw that he's not a bad guy and his parents are really sweet. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Hmm. I don't blame the players. I I really actually don't. You know, I'm such a bad person. I can just continue to stew in my hate. So I'm just going to keep doing that because I just I don't care about him and he doesn't know me and I don't care about him knowing me if he did. The fan base is the worst across all sports. So. With that in mind, a movie that I watched recently that makes me think of the Maple Leafs is All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, yeah? There's a new one uh, created by Netflix. Very good. Very good Netflix film about this. Inc- I saw the original. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there's there's two or three original originals. There's like one that came out in like the 50s, black and white. Black and white. Okay. There's that one. George C. Scott or something? Something like that. Then there was another one that came out in like the 80s, 70s or 80s or something like that. Then then there's one that came out last week and it's very good. All German subtitles, whole nine yards. Uh, The one guy from Inglorious Bastards, isn't it? Uh, (laughs) He. Not not Christoph Waltz. Oh, shoot. International actor, German uh, guy. Okay. Actually, I think he was born in Portugal, but he has German citizenship anyway. Oh, the Leafs kind of remind me of All Quiet on the Western Front, whereas the fans are the recruits in the German Imperial Army going to fight in the trenches, thinking that they're going to be in Paris in three weeks and getting murdered by complete overwhelming force and then just, you know, pittering out in the first round. That's to me. That's a really good comparison. Yeah, because you want to know what it is? It's it's actually quite apt now that I'm really starting to think about it. Because the Western Front between France and Germany, Western of Germany, yeah. uh, Imperial Germany at the time. Mm. It wasn't even... Ooh, anyway, that front, the trench warfare, since the start of the conflict, World War One was about five years or so, that particular yeah. front did not move at all, practically, for the entire war. A few hundred yards, maybe back and forth like that. And something like 5 million people died for that nonsense. Right. So to me, it's like, oh, hey, we're starting in the regular season as the Leafs. Have some success. And then we get petered back. And then first round, and we're back at the start. All quiet so, on the Western like, Front. I actually really felt sad for them. Not Mm-mm. sad for them, but it's just like how unaware that they're so unaware. Like after they got eliminated again in the first round, Austin Matthews, like, we're right there. He was like, we're right there. We're right there, man. In his postgame interview. And I'm like, right where? Yeah. Making it to the second round? Are you guys like, like a, is that it, like, you guys think They're you're traumatized. You think you're a Jake Muzzin away from the cup? Nope. They're traumatized. Um, They're traumatized. They're right there. Like for, for them, that's their pinnacle is like, you know, equivalent to the Stanley Cup is winning around in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's been 20 years. Mm-hmm. 20. Damn, I had something to say about that, too. What was it? Oh, so you said that, you know, you felt bad. I do not. 
<laughs> I do not. Well, there I mean, was, I, just, um, I, I felt compassion when I was looking at him and I thought, oh my God, for him, a measure of success is winning four games in four, just four mm-hmm. in the playoffs. What was the, um, which playoff was it where it was Bruins and Leafs in the first round? Like kind of recently, was it 2017, 2018? It was, I think it was two years in a row. I don't think that was the case. Um, Regardless, I would, I was cheering for the Bruins to murder the Leafs in game seven. It was game seven again. They did it. They did it. Thank you, Bruins. Now go fuck yourselves too, by the way. Um. Anyway, yeah. And they're fucking scary this year, the Bruins. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't give a shit, whatever. I don't care. I don't care because I I, I have no expectations for this season. Because the one thing that we have been able to count on, like my sort of um, disdain for everything having to do with the Montreal Canadiens before the season began was that they, at the outset, they said, we're not going to win. We're not going to try to win. And I just thought, Mm -mm. they're going to be fucking boring. Nope. But they're not. Yeah. They're not boring. This is this is what Martin St. Louis meant by we're not going to win. He's going to try everything all the time. Yeah. And the thing yeah. that's o- the only thing to me that's annoying about it is what are we going to do with the power play? Uh-huh. No fucking clue. I have no fucking clue what to do with it. But eh, eh, whatever. It's, it's okay. a curse. Uh, you know, and Mitch Melnick, um, he tweeted on Saturday uh when the um, St. Louis got their power play goal he said it took them 7 seconds to get their power play goal and for the habs it would take it would have taken 7 years and then bang 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 they got two power play goals that game because i replied to Mitch and i said it's a curse it it seems to be a curse the power play seems to be a curse because this is going on fucking whatever it is 15 years 15 years of a bad power play that's that's like, you know, through coaches and players and all of the rest. It's a curse. Yeah, it's bad. And as a witch. It's bad. It's believable to me. I am um something that I that I was hoping that was gonna have like a good rebound. Um yeah. and I was hoping that it would also translate into the power play is yeah. Jonathan Drouin. Where is he? Not that he's playing bad. But he's also not like exceptional, especially given yeah. the history of everything dealing with him. Because at this point, I would much rather have Sergachev than Druam. A hundred percent. Imagine if we had Sergachev and Weber together. Oh my god, Shay Weber still breaks my heart. I know, I know. But if we had him and Sergachev as a top pairing. Remember when Shea Weber tried to murder him? Yes. Yes. <laughs> My poor mother asked me, hey, when's Weber going to play? I'm like, mm, uh, don't know if that's going to happen, ma. Not uh-uh. sure. Not no. sure. Also, no. I do not He's owe not that right. guy who reported about Shea Weber being injured and then going out. Nobody owes that guy an apology. You remember that? Because guy's like, oh, this is probably the injury that takes Jay oh, Weber out for his career. that guy, um, that fucking asshole. Um, yeah. I know who you're talking about. And some guy was like, you know, I think everybody, I think everybody should give this guy an apology. No, fuck that guy. And fuck you for thinking no, about that. No, but he Jesus said it Christ. a year earlier. Yeah, and Shea Weber went on to vie for the Stanley fucking cup. Yep. So 
Oh, what's that guy's name? His name is uh, uh like of some weird, not weird, but lots of um the same guy who broke the the Shea Weber trade. It was the same guy, and you know it was because PK Subban picked up the phone and called him, and yeah, because he wanted to he wanted to break. It oh yeah, and now I'm starting to think. Of, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to think that about same all that guy. nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Nobody owes that guy an apology because. Like if I say it's going to rain on Tuesday and it rains on Tuesday, but two years later, nobody owes me a fucking apology. Yeah, man. Fucking hate sports journalists. Some of them are great. (laughs) Some of them are great. Have had many of them on the podcast, but yeah, overall, what a freaking, it's such a weird thing, man. Yeah. It's so whatever. I don't know. And and the 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 market in Montreal too. It's it's like um, Pat Quinn said. It's both languages. Yep. Oh it's yeah. Not just once. It's twice. Yes. And we don't even get the French side of it. At least I don't. So. No, I I, I rarely do. But I but what I see, like I, I follow a lot of the French um, journalists, but it's just basically what I see on Twitter. And like I said, I really don't look at Twitter anymore. Um, I'm trying to do it during hockey games, but like I'm this close to. Checking out. I'm very, very close. The only thing that that holds me back is kind of all of the friendships I've made there. But it's just it's getting it's like it's always been bad, but it's exponentially worse. Just have to block and mute everybody. That's all. I hate that fuckhead making money. Oh, I don't think he's making money. Off of like off of like advertising. I mean, why do you think they agreed for the forty four billion dollars? Because they were making money. Like, hey, this is your problem now. Enjoy. Yeah, true. So hopefully this um drives him into bankruptcy and then he, you know, dies poor and alone. I do feel bad. I I I do feel bad though, because I'm so um principled. Yeah, I'm not. I just somebody's life that I don't like, nope. Done. No, but I mean, that's what I mean. My own principles and my own convictions. I hate, I despise Elon Musk. I despise him as a person, as a human being, everything that he stands for. I, I hate it. Um, I do, I do have room for understanding what is, what's his problem. Like if you read about his father, this guy never stood a fucking chance, but you're an adult now you're responsible for your own choices. Just like Kanye West. Ever since his yeah. mother died, he went fucking insane. And yeah. that's no excuse. And Too he's bad. just going to get worse because yeah. he's not, nobody's checking. Nobody loves him enough oh to tear him. It's just like Theo Fleury. Nobody loves that guy enough to get him to help himself. So, you know, I, 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 I try to find reasons why, you know, but anyway, back to me, um, it's 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 I do feel kind of dirty and gross every time I go on Twitter now because I should just delete it because I hate everything that it stands for. I really do. I went on to tribal. I, I created an account on tribal, which is it, it, it's problematic in its own ways. But what isn't, you know, it's better than the cesspool that is Twitter. But like nobody's really on there. Oh, just give it a second. Yeah. 
I was thinking, oh, I could go to Reddit, but I hate Reddit. Uh, yeah, Reddit, Reddit like, are a bunch too of hard for me. Like, I love my true crime stuff. Like, that's when I go to Reddit is when I'm looking at true crime stuff. Like, you know, all of us, all of our armchair detectives, they're trying to solve crimes and shit. But it's hard. It's very hard for me to navigate and figure out. But, you know, I don't need social media. The only thing is that um, with Twitter and Habs fans and Habs games, that is the reason I'm still there. Yeah, but if, there's if a, he brings back Orange Von Fuck Clown, I'm deleting my account immediately. There's a time for yeah, MySpace to make a comeback. Yeah, because MySpace, MySpace was so interesting because it failed because it made no money. But you remember why MySpace was great? Because it was your space, no ads. You can do whatever the fuck you wanted on it. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, Facebook was like that too. It's just so. Mm, I was watching um something Bo Burnham said about social media in general too, because the whole what 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 what's the point of social social media now? It's not about you having fun. It's about social media companies um colonizing every second of your life, because every second that you're not on the site is a second wasted to them because they want to make money. That's it. That's all. It's all money. It's all money. And that's why they rage farm, and that's why they got like one of the worst trolls on that entire site. He's now running it. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy, Noel Kassler. Uh, Noel Kassler comedy, I think, or just yeah, Noel the, the Yeah, the, the Trump guy, yep. So, yeah, he used to work on the fucking Apprentice. He's like, he's a fucking, like, you know, uh, aide, you know, working on, he worked, he's had, he's worked at concerts and he's all, he's worked at the Super Bowl and he's kind of like the guy that makes everything happen behind the scenes. He's like a handler, right? And he worked on the Apprentice and he has... He completely um, violated his uh, uh, NDA, his non-disclosure agreement. And he has told stories that family has never come after him. They have never come after him. But when Elon Musk bought Twitter, all of a sudden there's warnings on all of Noel's tweets. People who go to like it, people who go to retweet it or quote tweet it, there's a warning that this might be harmful or spammy or whatever, just on his... Yeah. Sounds about right. And I said to him, like, you know, that family never came after you and that fucking coward never came after you. And I always wondered, wow, that's because they know that all the shit that he says is true, but they got Elon Musk to do their dirty work. Well, that's a, yeah. No, I don't, I can't buy it because these people are too stupid to be diabolical. <laughs> that's the thing. They're too stupid to be as diabolical as we think they are. They yeah. just do stupid things that we don't like, and we all think it's part of some fucking master plan. It's not. They're just dumb and greedy. That family? That's it. They're very, very stupid. That family, none. they don't have many brain cells about, uh, among them, but they are. what they do have is that survival instinct and the grifting instinct and doing whatever it takes, whatever it takes, no matter how bad, no matter. I think they, I think they killed their mother. I really do um but they, they will do whatever it takes and that's not smarts that's survival and you know being the richest and being the king of the mountain and whatever it is they will do whatever it takes so they're ruthless um people who will do whatever it takes except work yeah that's it to be rich they're as close to a software programmer as i am i yeah. code so i don't have to work i code something once and it does it for me 
forever yeah. until something changes. Yeah. I have to change something. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. We're past our time regardless. So yeah, we've had, we've done we've done great great talk, Dave. Good yeah, talk. That's how we do. All about the Habs. <laughs> Always. Now next game's tomorrow <laughs> against who the fuck ever? Winnipeg. Then there's the game Winnipeg. against um then there's the game against uh, Vegas on Saturday. And then Ooh, I think that'll be interesting. We'll be recording probably on Monday. We'll see how it works all works out. Yeah. I should be able to. Cool. We'll see. Yeah. So that's it. We didn't record. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Everyone. guys. Yep. Thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good one. Fuck Elon Musk. Fuck white supremacists. Every billionaire on the planet can go kill over and die. Thanks, Thank everyone, for, for being here with us. Oh, yeah. And go Habs go. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye